Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cinematic Trinity with me, Michael. Me, Kira. And me, Tulip. And today we are going to be giving our thoughts on Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, the fifth Indiana Jones film. So we're going to do a quick non-spoiler review first and then get into the spoilers because, again, there's just so much more to talk about when you can talk spoilers. So Definitely. But I guess, you know, general feelings, what did we think of this film? He's old. <laughs> He's old. <laughs> he is very old. He's an old man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's getting like mixed to favourable reviews. I mean, like, I feel my personal opinion is I liked the film. It was just okay, though. It's nothing like Yeah, it special. didn't blow my mind. It didn't, it wasn't the best thing I've seen this year, but it certainly wasn't the worst thing I'd yeah. seen this year. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed going to see it. Like, I didn't think, what a waste of time or what a waste of life. I actually enjoyed it. And I thought, no, I'm glad I went to see that. Considering how much I was really bored by Raiders of the Lost Ark, because I'd never really seen many of the Indiana Jones films. And I know that will be a very controversial opinion, because I know neither of you two agree with me. I just found that very boring. But this would, I feel like this maybe had a bit more, like... I don't know. I just enjoyed this one, but it's probably because I was in the cinema. Like there was nothing to distract me. I couldn't look at my phone, or I couldn't see what yeah. else was going on in the room, which you know isn't good for, for film watching in general. What did you I think, Kira? Yeah, I mean, I, it was it was enjoyable enough. It was definitely better than uh, Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Okay, yeah. Um, you thought I was going to say another film? Right? <laughs> yeah, I did think you were going to the film that will not be named, the one oh. that we've already we've given a review. The for. Flash. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, it was better than King of the Crystal Skull. It was enjoyable, you know. He's old, and you know, I I enjoyed bits of it because he was old, and like, mm. you know, he, he shouldn't be doing this anymore. Like, he's he's not, he's not, he shouldn't be punching. If he punches people, his knuckles like he's, yeah, I know. Exactly. He's not. <laughs> there um, was funny times though where, yeah, I I do have to say, first of all, on a positive note, I think. The way that they sort of obviously cut between it being a stunt double, like obviously there's things like there's just no way that he ever would yeah. have done that. But I think that it all works very well. Like because I just have the overall feeling of there's no way he's going to be doing any stunts, like he's just too old for it. I wasn't thinking, oh, well, that's clearly a stunt double. Oh, that's because it's like obviously it is. Whereas again with The Flash, when we watched it and it was Ben Affleck and his in in the Batman series, like that's clearly not Ben Affleck. Yeah. But yeah. I don't see why he wouldn't like if he didn't want to do his own stunts, then he shouldn't have been in the film. But this is different because bless him, he is so old that like, he can get away with it. Yeah, it does enough to like sort of have the veil of like, yeah. oh, is it Harrison Ford or is it a stunt double? Like you never really because remember when the trailer first came out and it's that scene with him on the horse, like. In the trailers, like, oh my god, that looks dodgy as they've, anything. They've but like, improved that. Y- yeah, and then like the stuff you see in the trailers with like young Harrison Ford, that looks good as well. well I feel like we'll get more into that yeah, later. Like, but like that, even that stuff works to a degree, and you're not taken completely out of it. Whereas like Ezra Miller, deep fake, you're like, what the hell am I looking Awful. at? So uh, yeah, but I guess <laughs> yeah, I-, I think this is a good film. I think that people can watch it and yeah. not. I'd recommend watching it. I think that it's fine. It's I think, fine yeah, film. I think, I think for like an Indiana Jones fan, if you're like a hardcore one, I mean, obviously it's just more Indiana Jones, but there are definitely better films in the series, which I'd recommend watching more than this one. Um, I mean, I, I, we'll get into more in spoilers, but I feel like if you want the conclusion for Indiana Jones, this probably won't satisfy you as like a fan, but... Why? We'll get into it. Can't really say. I just don't I think... Don't, I, I'd, I'd say it's a... I think it could have been better at the ending, but like... Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It could have been better, but I, I think it is... Everything like, can be better, Michael. But I, I think it could have been better, but then also at the end of the day, no one really asked for this film, so it's like its existence isn't really pleasing anyone, because I've seen quite a few people, like, places say, like, we're past the point of, like, caring about Indiana Jones now, so it's sort of like this film doesn't really need to be... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've never cared about Indiana Jones, and I probably wouldn't have gone to see this film if it wasn't for the fact that we were going to talk about it on the podcast. I don't think yeah. I would have bothered... But, neat, but nonetheless, I still enjoyed it. I still got enjoyment out of the film. Yeah, because I mean, so I think if you don't care about Indiana Jones, then you can still watch it and enjoy it. But if you yeah. are a hardcore Indiana Jones fan, like, I mean, to be don't fair, we went. People really are. It was us three, Isaac, and then my granddad came along. Actually, we brought him because he 
he got me into Indiana Jones. I know he likes See, the this films. Is, I just never even realised that you even cared about Indiana Jones. Well, I'm not like, like a major fan of Indiana you. Jones, but like I can appreciate them as films, and I used to watch them a lot when I was growing up because of Grandad. Right. So yeah, we took him along, and he, you know, he enjoyed it. Um, what did he kept saying? He kept saying, it was "Oh, wild! Yeah. Oh, it's very wild." <laughs> so I mean, coming from like an eighty-two-year-old man, who who's to say what that means? You know, Bless him. but he enjoyed it anyway. But so there's like. I don't know. It's very because it is just it's just all right. I feel like it can cross off a few, you know, points. It's not offensive. No, like no. it's not one of these films where it's like you know, like Star Wars, where it's like you've just completely ruined the whole thing. Like you should have just left it alone. I personally don't think that it would. It's not doing any harm. It just is yeah. what it is. But yeah. yes, clearly a money making spin because that's all anybody ever does these days. Yeah, yeah. So in general, films are all right. It's pretty standard. But we can't really talk about it. Any, we, there's nothing more to say without actually going into spoilers you, and going into the plot. So you, let's get you, into that. What would you score it? Um, what did I say? Seven? Six to a seven. I've got here for you. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I would say that then. I've done like a five or maybe a six. So like a push. I think five is a bit harsh. I, it's, just, it's just, that's like an average film score though. It's like five or six. So that is just as mid as it can be, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I I I'd say it's like a, a solid six. It's it's mm. enjoyable enough, but it doesn't you know break doesn't, any boundaries. Yeah, it doesn't anything. blow you. Yeah, blow you away. Um, mm. But you know you can sit down and enjoy it. It is long though. Yeah, yeah, that that is true. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, it was a pretty long film. Spoilers ahead. So I think my favorite part of the film, if we're getting into sort of more plot and spoilers, is just the first maybe twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. of where Harrison Ford... I mean, you know, there's the very beginning of the film where he's... No, it starts straight away with him being young, doesn't it? It's yeah. a flat. Yeah, it's a, it's, the first 20 minutes is just a flashback. Yeah, to him when it's... I can't remember what year it is, but anyway, it's Nazi Germany. And he's... Is it 1945, isn't it? Well, you were paying more attention Oh, yeah, it's, like the, it's the end of the end war. Of the war. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Indiana Jones is there because, you know, for what... Don't even know why he was there. Must not have been paying much attention. Uh, he was to get that um, the blade of Jesus yeah, Christ. Jesus's oh, yeah, Jesus' blade. The spear, the spear of, of whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is, it, is it like called the spear of destiny? I think I've heard it called, but it's the spear that no, pierced Jesus. No, it's the dial Jesus's. of destiny, babe. <laughs> it's, it's the spear that pierced Jesus's body, so it's like coated in his blood. So it will give you god powers that's yeah. always the crux of it luckily yeah. that doesn't really make much difference to the actual film because that bit is a bit stupid it's like what is this stupid it turns out to be a fake anyway but the main the whole this whole first 20 minute scene is him escaping and there being like this chase sequence but on a train mm-hmm. and i just think that that whole sequence from start to finish like i just think i would have rather have watched that as like a whole film where they're on the train and that you know they're trying to get to one end of the train to another end of the train to stop it kind of thing like i think that whole first section was absolutely brilliant like i really it was a really good way to kick off the film and harrison ford i think the de-aging on him i was really worried about it i thought that it was going to be awful but actually it held up really well and they made some really good decisions of it being very like poorly lit it was very like dim lighting or there'd be like a flashlight on him or he'd have a hat on so that you can't really see the edges around his face that much where they've obviously put his face clearly onto somebody else's body who's just like doing all the acting for him and then his face and i just think that it i just think it worked really well yeah there are definitely points where it didn't hold up and i mean they also do they use harrison ford's current voice so it's old harrison ford's voice with young harrison ford's face i never face. even picked up like, i never even it just it a bit jarring. it was because you just sort of like oh young looking harrison ford's like oh you nazis it's like mm, you're right mate are you <laughs> like okay please, right? <laughs> yeah yeah exactly it's just like okay that's a bit weird but like the more it went on and the more he probably spoke, you like you get used to it, you know. It's, but yeah, it didn't take me out of it. I literally didn't notice. I'll but... tell you what, the de aging on Toby Jones was a bit. Yeah. I wasn't too keen on that. So it worked. It worked it. on Mads Mikkelsen because like, it I worked feel like... really well. Because then... I literally I was looking at him and I was like, wait, I swear he's older than that. Like yeah. I swear he looks older than that. I did not even notice. But then I feel at like all. I feel like Mads Mikkelsen looks 
fairly young anyway so like they really just had to smooth yeah, out his face a little features. bit yeah. so but yeah i mean the sort of opening is he obviously he's been kidnapped or indiana jones has been arrested by the nazis because he's trying to steal that spear and then sort of uncovers with toby jones that the nazis have well they haven't discovered but they basically have this dial which can influence the anti theory. And, and yeah. yeah. I only like the way that Mad Mads Mikkelsen pronounces the Kantikitahilo, you know, he sounds just With like it sounds like yeah. that's the way it's meant to be said, yeah. not Antikithira, you know. Like so they, proper... they so it's all like, oh well the spears are fake, but we do have this dial which can, you know, turn back time and we can win the war basically. But then like even the other Nazis are like, Oh, are you in this bloody dial like shut up Mads Mikkelsen yeah. but it sort of like sets up that because then Indiana Jones steals that from Mads Mikkelsen and then they have a fight on top of the train because obviously he knows what it is yeah well. yeah because Toby, yeah, Toby Jones's character I can't remember his first name it's something Shaw isn't it I can't remember his name is it maybe it's Henry because they is it Basil because doesn't keep going Bas Bas yeah oh so yeah, 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 it's basically they they steal off Mads Mikkelsen, um, and yeah, have like there's like a fight on top of the train and stuff. Which there are a couple of points actually because I've been seeing like reviews afterwards, sort of. Like, I didn't acknowledge it whilst I was watching it, but there's a scene where Harrison Ford's fighting a Nazi on top of the train, and they go under a tunnel, which is classic, yeah, classic. fight on top of a train. Yeah, but then the Nazi pushes him up Again, against the classic. brick roof. Yeah. yeah, but it's just like... they're assuming that. His leather jacket is nylon indestructible. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the fact that he just turns his face around apparently to like look he does. at it. I didn't, well, I didn't I, notice I noticed that. it. I turned to you and I was like, but yeah. you must not have known why I no, was I like, doing yeah, that. So he just turns back to be like, what's going on here? It's like, why is your face not getting Why are you looking around like... <laughs> to just like stay so facing down? There was that. And then there's the bit where, again, classic train chase. You have signposts that come up from time to time. And then Mads Mikkelsen just gets whacked. Well, he's hanging out of the side of the train yeah. to try and get to Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, to get yeah. the dial off him. And yeah, he does like... It's it's pretty brutal. Full on, that. like gets whacked off the train in the face. So it's like I'm, he's dead then. Yeah, like I like I don't like the fact that they never actually explain how he survived that. Yeah, because he has no like visible scars or yeah, anything. Yeah, like n- nothing to explain it. And then he just becomes like a professor at a university in Georgia. Or well, it's or a, he's it's sort of like historical. I think it's linked to history as well because I basically yeah he was a Nazi scientist but then he went goes to work for like NASA because I feel like quite a few after the war Nazi scientists just got recruited by whoever to like come work for them yeah so he's like oh I worked for NASA and I helped put the men on the moon basically but yeah like at a point I think I was talking to you in the film you thought it was like a brother of like yeah the I thought Mikkelsen. the twist was gonna be oh it's actually his twin brother and he's there to avenge you know, his brother who was killed on the train however but, many years ago. Yeah, no, And I actually just... thought, when he got killed, I actually thought, oh, that's a shame Mads Mikkelsen wasn't in the film for long. I would have liked to have seen more than that. And I was like, yeah, he's he's really good in the rest of the film. Like, yeah. he's brilliant in everything he does. Yeah, like, he, he's can, just, he he's can amazing. do no wrong. But I thought, the, I thought he was dead and really he... Like, yeah, there's no, yeah. like... Yeah, I I don't know because then basically his whole drive is stealing the the thing back from Indiana Jones yeah, and finding because he wants to go back to probably like before the war really yeah. to kill off Hitler and then he because he watched all the mistake mistakes Hitler made he would go back almost replace Hitler he would be the leader and he would win the war there basically so there yeah. is like good reason. There's good, it's not just, oh, I want to take over the world, I want to be really strong, whatever, you know, like superhero kind of stuff. Yeah. It is like, oh my gosh, yes, we definitely can't let this, there's a definite reason yeah. for, he's got, what is what is it, like, not intentions, like... Motivations. Motivations, yeah. yeah. He's got good motivations, so therefore they've got good motivations to actually try and stop him. Yeah, because they're... Basically, there's like Indiana Jones has one piece of the dial, and then there's a second piece which is hidden somewhere around mm-hmm. the globe. So, it's sort of like, oh, where is it? We need to find, you know, just your classic treasure hunting. We need to find this MacGuffin. Let's Pretty go, much. go find it. Um, yeah. So basically, cuts to like at the end of that twenty minute sequence, which is the flashback. Cuts to Indiana Jones living his life as a university teacher. He's divorced now, and is and. Shia LaBeouf is dead. His son died is, in Vietnam. Yeah, died in Vietnam. Which, yeah. like, to, I was a bit like taken aback by that because that's like I feel like it's the classic thing with like these legacy sequels where it's been like you know ten twenty years between films. Because it two thousand and eight, the Shia yeah, LaBeouf one came out. The end of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He gets married, and then like obviously Shia LaBeouf's there. Like, oh, is he going to be the new Indiana Jones? Is he not? 
and then they decide, oh no, he's divorced now and we've, we've killed off Shia LaBeouf. It's like, why would you give him a happy ending in the last film and then you're like, oh, he didn't, no, let's make him, sad. We'll yeah. make him sad again. It's like, oh, why not? Because then, again, another point raised by like a couple of reviews we've seen, like obviously there were problems with Shia LaBeouf in Crystal Skull. He wasn't like necessarily the most well-received Actor. And I think he said some negative things about it yeah. afterwards. He said that, well, he didn't say negative things about the film. He just says that he didn't perform it well. Yeah, because like, it wasn't his best acting performance. Basically, like, a point was raised where it's like, why can't we just recast him and just say that Shia LaBeouf's character? Because that, that would completely work. And because it's been such a time jump between films, you wouldn't really bat an eye at it. You might be like, oh, why is that not Shia LaBeouf? It's like, it doesn't matter. He's like no. 15 years older. So that didn't gel very well. That rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, they don't focus on that a lot, though. Do they? No, it's it's like a. It's passing. not really about his like. There's not too much time of you know. There's a little bit of there's, it. Yeah, I think the the kind of emotional scenes of the film they try and kind of use that, um, like uh, when Indiana Jones's goddaughter asks him, "Oh, what would you do if you could go back in time?" Yeah. Mm. Um, and he just says, "Oh, I'd stop myself from going to war." So that he yeah. Die. And yeah, that's like yeah, you know, like the only major time where it's actually crops up. Yeah, yeah. Um, to use as an emotional moment, and it, you know, it it did kind of yeah, know, it landed a lot more than yeah, any emotional moments that may have been there yeah. in the flash. Yeah. I think yeah. there would have been like too many characters as well if it was he had his wife and he had his son. Like I know that they could have just like been not involved at all. But yeah. they're just I think there would have been too much going on. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Could almost, you could almost do it as like a passing reference. Like, oh, where's Shia LaBeouf? He's like, oh, he's doing this in another part of the world. Does, like, it doesn't have to be in the film. Like, yeah. where's, oh, where's Marion? Oh, she's away. In, I'll she's get all... in the shopping. Yeah, you know, it could be that. But like, yeah, so it cuts to Indiana Jones. He's doing his university lecturing. He's actually retiring, so he's leaving that. Uh, and then he meets with his goddaughter. And who pops up? The worst part of this film... Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who, to be honest, like, I, she was the worst part of this film for me. I think she was unbearable. Me and Isaac were saying it was the, the goon with the moustache. <laughs> oh, no, I like it. I, I, mean, I, well, I, I, complete, I completely get no I could probably see why. He was very, like, you know, I can't remember what's his... He's like the worst goon ever. Yeah. Because he yeah. can't do anything. No, no, I do. I do get that. I... <laughs> I could, maybe we should come back to him because yeah, I I have thoughts about him as well, but yeah, now she yeah she plays Helena Shaw, who's yeah Indiana Jones's goddaughter, and it's just yeah she didn't really work that well for me no. either. I think they clashed too much as characters. Like I think, and I just think that she was just, I mean, she was just playing herself basically. Like we watched, we were. I mean, I've not really seen her in much else. Like I know she did Killing Eve which I watched a few episodes off and I couldn't really get into it. Like, I feel no way. I never watched Fleabag. I've never really watched a lot of her. Obviously, we know that she did No Time to Die. But I, I don't really know a lot about her apart from the things that she's done and that everybody seems to love her at the moment. But yeah. we did. We went back and watched her SNL like opening monologue, didn't yeah, we? Just to yeah. like, hear her talking. And it was like she was basically just like playing herself. And... I just, yeah, I just don't think it really worked. Like, I think, and I saw somebody else when we were watching, is it Jeremy Jans, the guy with the yes, background? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, was, he did a review on this film, which we watched, and there's a girl in this film. Um, she's part of the CIA, which is like another side bit of it where the cia what are they trying to do, well, do they want the dial as well well it's basically because mads mickelson works for nasa he's basically tied in with the cia so he sort of talks yeah. them into getting the dial and then yeah so she's um helping mads mickelson try and get it before like they all go oh you're a bit crazy like we're not going to help you anymore but yeah she's there like hunting indiana jones and uh helena shaw like at the beginning yeah absolutely so she's there and i'm googling her name so i can do her justice Shanette renee wilson plays a character called Mason. And I would rather have seen her be like the sidekick who goes on the adventures because I think that she was brilliant. And I'd also like to say that she was wearing some really lovely clothes. And I even turned to Michael and I said, look at that wicked jacket. And then she wore a second wicked jacket. And actually, because it was all set in the 60s, was it 1969? Yeah, 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 I was looking around and all like the people in the background and all the extras and stuff. And I just thought, actually, 
props to like the props department and the costume department because all the clothes like all the clothes in the background and what everybody was wearing was like really nice yeah. and i really yeah. appreciated that i know yeah. that you two probably you thought did not think anything of that at all but i, really I mean there's like that. there's nothing that makes you go oh that doesn't seem like that doesn't that seems out of place you know it all seems like you can believe yeah. the the world that you're in basically but no i, I can kind of get where you're coming from like because there's sort of her see because like she's with the cia but then obviously mads mickelson's like group starts killing innocent people so it's like oh why doesn't she like team up with indy to be like oh they've taken things too far but i need to stop them now yeah I know because the, she's part of the cia with these other people like the guy with the mustache but actually he's in mads mickelson's pocket anyway yeah, she's the yeah. only sort of straight one who's actually just trying to do the right I didn't thing think they were agents i thought she was like the only one with the cia but then like they well i feel it like it was a bit confusing like yeah, I where think, they I actually think, were yeah i couldn't really tell mads mickelson guys i thought that they were cia but then they kind of don't like care for the cia type of thing oh, sorry, it's all, i didn't think they were agents i thought they were all like mads mickelson's i don't know like, well security details i mean the, the i mean definitely mason was cia because she goes oh i want to file on indiana jones and then that's where she get like a cia guy gives it to her yeah. And yeah, I, it's a it's a bit confusing because then there's like the guy on the crutches who's there randomly. So he's definitely like, he must be CIA. And then it's just Mads Mikkelsen's guys are there as well. But that yeah. bit is a bit confusing. Like yeah, who so it's, works yeah, for who, what yeah, yeah. what their purpose is. Because then it ends up like, yeah, basically she's like, oh, you've gone too far about your stupid dial. Like we don't want that. So Mads Mikkelsen just like kills her. and Yeah, he, at, he, shoot, he just shoots her and she's dead. And I was like, oh, like yeah. I actually like gasped. Like, I was shocked. Yeah. I wanted her to be in it for longer. Did he shoot her? Yeah, it's on the plane. Like I thought when... it was the mustache man that shot her. I, think, no, I, I think... can't remember who it was that shot she her. Gets, I, I think that's what she Yeah, he, shot. like, shoots her and then he finishes her off, I think. Oh, no, that's... Yeah, he... Mads Mikkelsen does shoot her. Yeah, I'm thinking I about... think he shoots her the second time. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think the mustache man shot Yeah, because she gets, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> off that tangent there. That's a shame. I just have to mention her. Yeah, no, no, no. She was really good in this. Because, um, yeah, I think I think just my other problem with Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character is it's sort of, again, like, with bad, like, legacy film sequels, I feel like there's always, like, a critique of, like, the main character after, like, so many years. Like, oh, your, your ways don't work anymore. Oh, it's time for the new generation to take over. It's like, oh, I just can't be can't be bothered with this because it's like oh indiana jones oh you say you steal treasure because you want to help museums but oh you're actually robbing it for the thrill and you know you're a selfish mm. person it's like because her motivation is money isn't it she yeah. needs money because she's got gambling debt and also there's a section where and i think this is where the film starts from the point where they're being chased by her like ex lover oh, all the way up until they're on the boat and they're retrieving the um the, like the... the tablet of Arkham Ra, which is the only thing that I can hear when oh. I, whenever anybody talks about a tablet of any, I always think about the tablet of Arkham Ra from Night of the Museum. But anyway, and that whole section of the film, that's when it's slowed right down. It does, it very dips in, the, and that's what I mean about slow middle that I wrote down. Yeah. It dips and it goes, actually, this this bit could be cut massively. They yeah. just wanted a yeah. chase scene. The tuk tuk chase scene went on for far too long. Yeah, I felt like I was watching it for about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. like, it, like I guess in terms of plot, Indiana Jones meets Helena Shaw. She steals the dial from Indiana Jones and goes to where's it? it? No, where where's she? Which country does she go to? Oh, I don't even know. Morocco? Is it just Morocco? Yeah, I think it is Morocco. Morocco is. Basically, basically goes yeah. there for like a black market auction and to settle her gambling debts. But then like it just everyone like converges. It kicks off. Everyone converges. So it's like Phoebe Waller Bridge, Indiana Jones, Mads Mikkelsen, his guys, and then just, a little kid. Yeah, the little kid, the, the short round Poor standing. kid. So, who's Phoebe Waller-Bridge's, like, sidekick is, yeah, I can't remember his name, I just, Teddy. short, short round, yeah, That's Teddy, right. so, but then it all converges, then, yeah, they just throw in, like, this gangster old ex-boyfriend of Helena Shaw, and it's just like, who... You were supposed to marry so me, then, you were supposed to come back to me, and Because then like, oh, it's like, they're meant to be chasing Mads Mikkelsen because he's stolen the dial, and then it's like, oh, but Helena Shaw, I love you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chase you and also shoot at you, it's just like, why, why are all these people getting involved in this chase, like, just, yeah makes it completely pointless yeah so, but then yeah so they they do that and then they're like oh we need to go speak to a guy with a boat which then brings in antonio banderas, antonio banderas. which is such a shame because he was in the film for not very two long. minutes yeah. and then he dies yeah I what a it. waste of time i like i like him i do think though the issue with like 
Indiana Jones's friends, like in these films, is always like because in the first film you get um Salah and then you get I can't remember what his like university guy is, but like he's in like all three of the films like that guy. So you always get him, but then obviously people like pass away in real life so you have to recast them but it just feels like they just throw loads of people in because Crystal Skull had like Jim Broadbent and John Hurt in it as like Indiana Jones's friends and now this is like Antonio Banderas is there like Doctor Who yeah it's just, it's just like oh. so Antonio Banderas wasn't in the other ones no no so I was like oh, okay so I, I thought like I just remembered like some of the older films wrong and I was just like oh is this like a, a, a call back for fans <laughs> Was no. there a scene with a boat in, like, the last no. couple? So no. it's just like, look, my friend, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Antonio yeah. Banderas. It's yeah. in boots. Yeah, so, I mean, if that's what you could think when you hear his voice, really. is like, Indiana Jones, oh, I love you. Oh, <laughs> let's go find the... I was like, <laughs> the I was the tablet to... of our No, I was going to do the, the wishing star from Puss in Boots. I was going to do that. Oh, I can't remember. Either. Let's go find the last wish and yeah. stop little Jack Horner or Mads Mikkelsen. Um, so they meet up with him because he's got a boat and they need to dive to find the tablet which then leads to the second part of the dial and yeah that bit is just quite slow there's like a bit of cgi in the water with eels which is just a bit like which is a callback isn't it to snakes yeah but then it's like snakes just snakes snakes. yeah They I just they really go man. like wild in Indiana Jones as well. They're like proper like bite like attack him. Don't I just they? don't understand Everyone. why they're attacking him. Like I, I was trying to understand like, like, why are they not yeah, just they like away? disturb like, a skeleton and then they're like oh best guess we better kill like, this guy. Then. It like comes out like a monster. It's like it's only yeah. an eel. Like so, I don't think they like. But then like again you get then they meet up with Mads Mikkelsen again because like, there is like a complaint like he just seems to be teleport everywhere the plot needs him to be, which I guess well, is kind of true I, in that. I'll tell you the thing I hated most in this film. It's like, it's, it's always Indiana Jones and, you know, co arrive somewhere. They arrive there first. They do a little bit of their stuff. And then Mads Mikkelsen's like, what? Here Hello. we are again. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, literally every single time it's like, Indiana Jones, Mads Mikkelsen. Indiana Jones. But like, can there like, literally just be one bit where maybe Mads Mikkelsen doesn't show up? Or he gets yeah, there first. Yeah. And then there's, you know, just something to switch up the yeah. kind of formula a little yeah. bit. It was just like I was watching the same thing happening like get, four yeah, or yeah. five times over yeah. and over again. Yeah. And it's like, you know. Because they like, they like decipher the tablet and then it's like, we need to go, well, like Helen Shaw basically deciphers it because she's the only one who can read the language on it. And then bits like the, it's a bit weird scene, really, because, like, again, it kind of goes on for a little while because it's, like, her explaining, like, oh, well, Archimedes said that we need to do this, and, oh, what does this riddle mean? What does this riddle mean? But then it's, like, her lying because it's, like, oh, he says we need to go to this place to find the treasure. Oh, wait, no, it's actually in Sicily, um, which kind of get, and like, they, a, they get away in the end, don't they? Yeah, which is kind of, like, a funny moment because, like, they're on the... But they, like, escape and they're on another boat going to Sicily, and it's just Mads Mikkelsen looks for a pair of binoculars. He's, like, oh, well, they're not going to that first place they said. They're going west, which means they must be going to Sicily. <laughs> Yeah. All places, so it's a bit like, oh, all right. I, I didn't mind it, but I feel like quite a few people were like, how did he know they you were going to Sicily? Initially, you liked the fact that he I, noticed I, I, that I, I they thought were going the there, wrong are, way. There are a couple of moments where I was like, oh, I wish the bad guys could do this, and it's like, oh, they do because it's all that binoculars bit was one, and then when they go to Sicily, they need to go like into the caves of Archimedes or oh, Dionysus caves mm. to um go find the tre- to go find the second part of the dial, and it's like. Indiana Jones and they get first, they park up and then they go in the caves and then Mads Mikkelsen's guys show up and I'm like, oh, I wonder if they pierce their like tyres and then they go back later and they have and I'm like, oh, there you go. You stop them getting away in their car. Well done, Michael. But yeah, they like, because they kidnap uh, Teddy or Short Round for a little bit. Stop calling him Short Round! We well, already know his name! That's just who he is though, he's Short Round. But Short Round in Temple of Doom is much better than Teddy. Mm. I've never seen it. Or that I wouldn't see that I remember. How did they get to Sicily so quickly? But we don't know the timing, do we? Well, no, I mean, but then, yeah, they were on a broken down boat, which got, like, blown up by dynamite. So how did they... He's probably got, like, helicopters. Also, it's it's 1960s. They don't have, like, very advanced, like, communications. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, obviously I don't know how many guys Mads Mikkelsen had at this point and where they were. Yeah. uh, And if they were waiting for him. But it just seems like he got there far too quickly yeah, yeah. yeah maybe it'd be funny if they all just like swam there and it's like when you see Mads Mikkelsen because he like says hi to Teddy it's just him with like a dripping wet suit like 
hello, <laughs> I'm going to kidnap you now. Because they kidnap um, they kidnap Teddy to base because he knows where, the, where they're going, basically. Yeah. Um, so it's all like, he's kidnapped there for about 10 minutes and then gets free because he kills like the big the big German guy. That is probably the most brutal death that I've seen in any of these films. I don't know. What, would, what death? Oh, what, the, the, oh, him being the trapped underwater. Like, they both yeah. get trapped underwater and then Teddy just... Locks him to the bit and to this like, little cage. Yeah, he just drowns. that was pretty brutal. That's, yeah. like, scary. Now I found again. Yeah. I thought that he would have... I honestly thought that he would have, like, saved him or they kind of, like, saved each other. Yeah. Like, I thought... That was what it would have. I, I don't think that I don't think the film could have done with another side plot where it's like the adventures of a uh, Teddy and the Hank and the guy he's handcuffed to is like, oh, what are we? I thought do? you were gonna say Hangman then yeah. from Top Gun. <laughs> oh, what, it's, oh, what are we gonna do here? Oh, I, bet, I guess we better find the treasure as well then. That, <laughs> yeah. that would have been funny. Let's go on our own little adventure away from these guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be a Nazi no more. Because <laughs> <laughs> then they all they all converge on Archimedes' tomb because that's where the second piece of the dial is. And then it's all, they're looking at the tomb, they're like, oh, we're finally here, we're going to you know, get this. And, and there's like, like a bird on the front of it with propellers. And they're yeah, like, his oh, coffin, yeah. what are these propellers? But obviously the thing is like time travel, isn't well, it? Well, it's like there's, there's that on the coffin and then they look at Archimedes' skeleton and he's got a watch on. So it's like, oh, how's this modern technology doing on a, how many old centuries old? Yeah. yeah. But then like the groups converge basically, so Mads Mikkelsen puts together the two pieces of the dial, and then you know they he can travel back in time or whatever. Um, and then mm-hmm. Indy gets shot uh, in like a firefight. Uh, Helena Shaw gets she goes away like she runs off basically. Yeah. Uh, with with Teddy, and then Indy gets kidnapped by the the by by Mads Mikkelsen basically because Mads' plan is to get on a plane because like the fishers in time which take you back in time yeah. like appear in the sky so, yeah so it's not like you spin the dial and it opens up a portal or it takes yeah. you back the dial points you to the direct coordinates of where the break in time is and then you fly up high into the sky obviously and go fly through the break in time to then get back in time yeah so that's the point of it so it's not just like a time travel machine it just points you to where to go to do the time travel basically yeah yeah i mean going back to sort of the mustache man i always fight for with his like group of people so it's like they're just americans but they are just they're just racist nazis i guess because like his plan is like oh, that's go... not completely unbelievable is it well <laughs> <laughs> that's it all right <laughs> But I don't know, it sounded like, I just don't know why, because like, they have to go through the portal, but obviously because they're going into like 1930s Germany, they all just like dress up in Nazi uniforms, and it's just like... Which are very I, cool, the uniforms are actually they, really cool, like they, not, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're not, not just yeah. so cool. I want one myself, you know, it's just like... And the little hat that he's got on. It's but, just like, um, I don't know, it's just funny how like just all these American guys are like, oh, hell yeah, Mad Mickelson, let's get dressed up like Nazis and go back to, like go back to world war Two. i was like okay this is weird but like again it's just that kind of quirkiness to indiana jones you get sometimes so that's just like yeah and to be fair it works in their plan doesn't it they need to fit the part yeah um, they can't just go back in time and then be wearing clothes from the 1960s like yeah. they need to they need to look right i need to be fair, like I, I don't know why i thought this after we watched it but i was like mads mickelson in like a nazi uniform isn't something i knew i kind of wanted to see <laughs> In like just because he's, he's German. It's well, the perfect role well, for was, him. Um, I saw a Kadikaris did like his um, letterbox review, and he was like, "It must have been weird for like the people who played the villains just getting told by like the cast and director, you look just like a Nazi.' <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> let's put you in this Nazi uniform because um, they they work their way towards the um, the fissure in the sky. But what's also happening at the same meanwhile, Teddy. <laughs> First of all, Phoebe Waller-Bridge has managed to get herself onto the plane by riding a bike to the landing gear, which you said was like... Was like Uncharted. Yeah, and I said was like Toy Story 2. That was what I took from it. And I would like to say it's incredibly stupid because it was was so wet that there is no way that she'd be able to hold on to anything. Yeah, there is no way. Metal has like... Zero yeah. grip. Yeah. yeah. In rain, even less so. Yeah. She's like she's jumping off that bike. She's grabbing onto that. She's slipping straight yeah, off. To and she's out. yeah, smashing. Yeah, absolutely. She's getting the plane with Teddy. Yeah. yeah. She's He's... doing that. And then Teddy's in another tiny little plane. And all I was thinking was, this poor kid 
they're about to go back in time to 1939 Germany, Nazi Germany or whatever. And they've got no idea how they're going to get back. They've got no idea what's going to happen there. But clearly there's going to be turmoil. And they just said, oh, yeah, you just go in the plane by yourself. You've never flown a plane before. And it's like, great. Thanks. Like I would have done it. Well, it's like you could kind of you could see it coming just because like when you first meet Teddy, he's there like talking to a pilot, like, oh, so how do I land the plane? How do I put it into gear and stuff like that? It's like, oh, is he gonna fly a plane later in the movie? Oh wait, yes he does. Yeah, yeah. On like fair. his first try as well, he like takes off in like. <laughs> but then there's like a guy in the plane as well, which Asleep. is like a, a bit stupid. I like he's just all up like, oh, what are you doing in my plane? Where are we going? And then they you know they work their through. way to the. So they work their way to the time fisher, and there's like a twist before they go where Indiana Jones basically says, oh no, cut it in or drift. I don't know why when he said that. When he said that, all I could think that was Ice Age. Ice Age yeah. <laughs> no, what did I say first? What did I say? Uh-huh. And then you said, no, it's Ice Age. I can't remember, but I was like, oh, the Tokyo con- Drift from you said Fast and Furious. Oh yeah, and, no, I said Fast, Fast and Furious concept of drift. <laughs> it's Tokyo Drift. <laughs> so that'd be a different. That thing. would be. I mean, the last thing Indiana Jones needs is Vin Diesel. Yeah. So they're, so they're like nearly about to go through the pool and he's like, oh no, Continental Drift, Archimedes, when he made this time traveling dial, didn't realize there'd be Continental Drift. So it. if you think you're going to 1939 Germany, you don't actually know where you're going because the continents would have moved. Um, so Mads Mikkelsen's there like, oh no, we'll go through. And then he sort of thinks on it, he's like, oh crap pull out, pull out, but then they go through. They're too close to it. And it's then... Like sucked into a black hole. And then they're in, I don't know what century, but they're in like uh, Roman times. 213. Yeah. I was close. My initial thoughts, when they went through the thing, there's all these ships with red sails, and my initial thought was, I said to Michael, I said, oh, is it the Spanish Armada? <laughs> the <laughs> like, Spanish Inquisition. I thinking? <laughs> Just because I saw a red flag, I was like, why yeah. is that? That don't, is red even associated with Spain? Like, why am I thinking about that? But yeah, they go back to Archimedes' time, don't Which they? Like, where it's the whatever. It's like on. the wackiest thing that Indiana Jones has done, Ooh. like in terms of like. Well, time travel's pretty wacky. Yeah, I know, but it's like I mean, obviously the last <laughs> film. <laughs> but like for Indiana Jones, though. <laughs> sentence coming out of your mouth in particular just uh that was just that was funny wacky time travel (laughs) what a stupid word wacky Uh, i don't think i've ever said that word in my life i'm gonna say it's like exclusively that's gonna be the only word i say i'll be in every review now yeah Yeah. (laughs) for god's sake they go yeah they go back and they're like oh no we're in archimedes time which like again that section is like it's cool in ways but then also like again just some ways it's not it's not cool enough no because like you get like the bits where the romans think like their plane is a dragon so it's like oh that's like of course they are although you get like the romans have like their um torpedo not to- wait, ballista yeah ballistas but like they're laser accurate on the well, plane they're, they're pretty accurate <laughs> yeah, yeah but i just felt like so all throughout the movie everybody with a gun has been <laughs> yeah. like missing and you know it's like yeah. whatever like the stormtroopers in star wars like they yeah. always miss isn't it that's the funny thing yeah but as soon as they get into the roman times like i think it because they went back and it was daytime which i assume that they did do sieges or whatever during the day so that they could see but it, how much cooler would it have been if it was like you know the game of thrones the battle of black water <laughs> but all of a sudden a plane comes in how cool would that but that would have been so I would so, have rather watched that rather than so, flying into daytime so what you're saying is you wanted a multiverse story where they go to Game no of Thrones no more multiverse <laughs> but if it was Battle of the Black Water but with a plane coming down yeah. and they're like oh my god it's the dragon it's yeah. one of the dragons you know whatever that would have been cool but like so you know basically the villains have lost this point because like oh great we're not in Nazi Germany right now what are we going to do Mads Mikkelsen's just like Ugh brilliant um, yeah. and then like i love how like his... it's exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> oh and then like bloody i think his name's Boy... michael can you stop saying the word bloody oh my god how many times have you said it you never say that word well i'll move on to other swear words yeah. <laughs> those yeah. wacky fellas <laughs> 
So, but then, like, his, but, but you know, I think it's Boyd Holbrook, I think, is the guy with the mustache, because he's the guy from, like, Logan with the robot hand. Mm. So he's, he just he just decides mm-hmm. to start shooting Roman soldiers. <laughs> it's just like, oh, well, we're in the past now. We might as well kill all these Romans now. So he just gets, like, a big machine gun. And just that, yeah. But then I feel like Matt, like, Mads Mikkelsen doesn't, it's got, like, the lamest death out of, like, any Indiana Jones, like, antagonist. How does he even die? He, cra- he gets killed in a plane oh, crash. Oh, just, they just crashed the plane. The I Rome... thought he had, like, he got harpooned. No, somebody no, else got, somebody else, else was, yeah. like, that was quite cool to be fair. Somebody was hanging out of the plane and yeah. did get harpooned and, you know, whatever. That yeah, so cool. it's a bit like, I feel like compared to, obviously, like, Ark of the Covenant killing you with, like, melting your face or, like, the even, like, the alien in uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like... It just spins d- around you. It sort of spins around you, but then, like, makes your brain explode with, like, knowledge. Um, and then, like, Last Crusade, obviously the rapid ageing. I was just trying to think of what... Oh, no, Temple of Doom, he gets eaten by a crocodile. So it's, again, that's still pretty gruesome than just dying in a plane crash. Um, but they crash. Indiana Jones, at this point, has gone out in a parachute with he- uh, Helena. Um, so they sort of land on a beach somewhere. Mm. Because, like, Indy's been shot for, like, half an hour now. He's just sort of, yeah. like... He's, like, dying, basically. Um, so he's there, like, watching all this history go on around him. So he's sort of like, oh... I'll just stay here. I'll just stay here and die. And... But you're laughing. But when I was watching it, I was like, oh, just let him stay. Like, yeah, no. He's like, I, know. I, I think I would have that they the should same. have just let him stay. What do you think, Kieran? Should, should he stay or should he go? So you're singing a song to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, even if I, you know, if I wasn't shot, I'd still stay. Yeah. More interested than this time. Especially, he's been working his whole life as an archaeologist. Mm. He's literally been teaching this, and now he gets to see it. He's yeah. really old. He's probably going to die anyway because of his gunshot wound. Just let him, even if he gets killed by one of the Romans, mm. what a way to go. Yeah. You know, after you know, that amazing yeah. How many life people he's in lived. this day and age can say they got killed by Romans? Yeah. <laughs> he should have... He should have um, he should have done like a raiders thing. Like a Roman should have come up to him, like swung a sword, and he just like shoots them. I feel like he could have killed like seven or eight Romans yeah, if he did yeah. that. Done like an Ash Williams, say this is my boomstick, and then like he could have just been king of Rome <laughs> or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he's like, oh no, I want to stay here. And then Helena's like, no, think about your life back home. Oh, there's like, there's no medicine here. There's no medicine he needs here. You're medicine, gonna die. Yeah. And then she just like, I'm sorry, knocks him out. And then it cuts to him being back in his apartment, which, like, I think the fact that they don't show how they get out of there is just a bit... I mean, it's like the portal's open, so they obviously go back through the portal. So a lot of people have been saying, oh, how did they know where the portal was because the dial was destroyed or whatever? I don't think you needed the dial to see it, though. It's just a massive thing in the sky. Yeah, but this is what I mean. This is what I'm just about to disprove. They've been saying, how did they know where the portal was? But they were saying the whole time, there's only 20 minutes until the portal closes. So clearly it's just one part yeah. for each way. You know, same way there and back, like in, you know, primeval. Yeah, that would have been funny if you like, just took them to a completely different hour in 1939, yeah, Nazi yeah. Germany. Um, so they, yeah, they don't show him going out, but like basically Indy's there in his bed, like with his bullet wound. And he's just like, oh, where am I? And she's like, oh, I had to get you out of there because you were, you know, wanting to stay there. Um and then it all ends with he get or she sorry gets Marion to come back and like you know basically get back with Indiana Jones like in the end so that's yeah. that's where it leaves off is basically Marion and Indy kissed, don't they? yeah Marion yeah. and Indy are back together sort of kiss ling- the, kiss the, what is it called your weenus your weenus <laughs> the elbow yeah kiss the weenus do a little do a little reference to Raiders with like where does it hurt oh it hurts here here and you know kisses kisses ensue mm-hmm. um, so that's how it sort of ends really and then it's you know sort of like oh is Helena gonna do her own stuff it's not really like as I obvious as that I hope she doesn't no. because I know people were saying oh is she gonna be the next Indiana Jones basically and it's like I really hope not like I no, would not watch another they, film if they didn't do it with Shia LaBeouf they I feel like I'd rather watch an Indiana Jones where Indiana Jones is Shia LaBeouf. I feel like it'd be funny just because I think Shia LaBeouf is a funny individual to watch. Yeah, Yeah. that'd be be good. Could we watch... (laughs) I don't know why it's popped ahead. If we did like an Indiana Jones spin-off series, could you do uh, a a Hidden Figures-style movie of Mads Mikkelsen being a Nazi in NASA? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then you could do, you could do, you could, 
he could he could do oh, just in just in Maz Wilkerson's voice he could do the drinking coffee from a mug none of you want to drink from yeah just doing that bit in Maz Wilkerson yeah yeah like oh, that'd be great that is that is so funny what a great crossover <laughs> yeah. for me babe that yeah, is so do, funny do that um but yeah I I think leave Indiana Jones like leave him alone now if I don't think yeah, if you it, yeah. if you couldn't like kill him off in like the final film then like you can't just don't get any more they should him. have left him in rome i think they either should not have left in rome in, in roman times they, they either should have left him in rome or i think they should have roman brought times. shia labeouf back like that should have been like she messes with time one last time to bring back his son because then it's all like harkens back to what he obviously would have done if he did have time travel because yeah. he clearly doesn't care about the consequences of messing with time cause well you... one thing i do like about the way that they've done time travel is they've done the simplest option which is that anything that you go back in time to change that is what has happened it's, yeah. it's yeah, already yeah. happened because obviously when they find archimedes in the tomb he has the watch it's mad mickelson's watch yeah. yeah um and he has like a couple other bits and you know that's all stuff that he got because those characters went back in time yeah so that is like that is how history actually happened yeah i thought it was going to be and i thought it would have been much cooler if they opened the coffin and the skeleton is there, his Indiana Jones's hat, Indiana Jones's whip, and then the watch, and actually it was Indiana Jones and it gets to the end of the film and it's his tomb because he died because he went back in time and he and he died there. And he's like, oh my God, this is my skull. Like, oh my God, but what's going on? I think that would have been much cooler. Mm, yeah. But you said that that would have been too obvious. But... I don't think I said it would have been too obvious. Uh, well, you definitely did. That. Yeah, I mean, that certainly would be maybe interesting, to be fair. See? Yeah. I should write films instead. Well, clearly, you could have, yeah, someone else could have, could have written this one yeah. in some elements. Anybody could have written this film. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I think leave in, in Indiana Jones here. Put him to bed now. Yeah, That's we it. Can't, Harrison like, Ford is too don't, old. Don't, I mean, to be fair, I think, I feel like I've read or seen somewhere Harrison Ford said, when I die, Indiana Jones dies. Like, it's yeah, not like they yeah. could bring him back, like, recast him, like, they leave it. As is, like, it's not to... James Bond. Like you no. can't just keep doing yeah. doing it again. Like this is it now. But I feel like I've just given a lot of criticism to the film there. But overall, I did enjoy it. Like even if all some of the stuff is stupid, it doesn't really matter. I mean, like we, we've enjoyable. just been joking about it, so it's not like the Flash where we're like ripping into it and we can't we're even not like angry. joke about how bad like, it is. It's just like funny. Can yeah. I? Oh yeah, I need to say this actually because I missed out in my Flash review, and I feel like it still works for this review. Is I didn't like the use of the or the overuse of the Indiana, Indiana Jones. Oh my theme. god, yeah. Because yeah. it's just like that's again a thing with like legacy films where like oh do you remember this like iconic bit of music? Let's just. Play it. it all the so time. So it's just like, what's Indy doing? Oh, he's crossing the street. Do, 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 do. Yeah. It's like, what's he doing? Do, 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 do. It's just like, shut up. Because it was and the then same. What did I say it was like? It was like Doctor Who, Matt Smith's Doctor Who, where it's like, dun, 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 dun. But like, like that would be, minute. that would be like if they brought Matt Smith back now and then every time he was on screen, it was dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But yeah, because in The Flash, I didn't say in our original review, it's basically the overuse of. Michael Keaton's Batman theme because we're just every single time is da 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 da. It's just every yeah. every time. So I was like, come on, you can only abuse nostalgia. And I think there were times like I wrote at the start, which I also forgot to say during the whole train scene at the very beginning. There's a lot of gunfire. There's a lot going on. I know it's saying like a what twelve A? Is it twelve A? Whatever. I don't know. It's not like a film where it needs like gunfire, but because the music was, I know what I mean. No, shut up! I know what I mean. It's not a film. It's a twelve A. We can't have guns in this. I know what I mean. But because the music was so loud, I couldn't hear the gunshots. I was rather it be like you know, like Saving Private Ryan, where it's like, you know, and it's like all you can hear is these like that, and and the train going and the gunfire. That would have been so much cooler than if they had all the music over it. Just saying. I. I, I, I You're didn't, not allowed to I disagree didn't personally, with me. Okay, I'm not disagreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I retract anything I was about to say. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't notice, to be honest, the mm. overuse of the theme. I was yeah. just happy to be hearing John Williams' music I mean, again. To, to be fair, it was a good, like, because it was a good soundtrack. Like, it's, it's my least favourite. That's favorite. like another thing that makes it... I don't like it. Whatever. <laughs> well, 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 whatever. Well, no, 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 but I didn't ask Shut you. Up. But like, 
it's like another thing that helped the film feel like the older films because like that's that music can really help you yeah. in a way like feel like oh it's just like the old Indiana Jones so like bits when they're like sneak when they're like sneaking around the airbase like at the end I was like oh that's like it's like Raiders where these sneaking around the submarine mm. and stuff is like classic like feels like that of that era mm-hmm. of the Indiana Jones films. But yeah, I don't know. It's just particular like themes. It's the same with like Jurassic World and stuff like that. It's like it's the same with all of them. Yeah, I know. But like, to like compare it, we watched Top Gun Maverick, which is kind of like it's kind of, it is like a legacy film because like that film was like in the eighties, wasn't oh it? God, what's the theme again? No, in the uh, middle of the. <laughs> No, what? Yeah, it was the middle of the night. Oh, oh right. Yeah. No, it was the middle of the night. Well, it wasn't the middle of the night. It was like, what, half ten? Middle of the night for right. us. And <laughs> I was so totally like, <laughs> I was literally like to Michael, I was like, what's the Top Gun theme? I can't, because all I had was Chariots of Fire in my head. You know, like, um, what's Chariots of Fire? Yeah, But I couldn't remember the Top Gun one and I can't remember it again. We're not wasting the rest of this podcast doing doing this but like in in a way like that is a film where it's in the 80s but like that film does enough where it you can tell it's sort of like in the same vein like the soundtrack is one like when the film started off and it's like the opening credits i'm like oh this could literally be like a direct sequel to uh to top gun which i mean it is have, have you watched the original top gun no no okay <laughs> but you, you should watch it and then um just like listen to one of uh, quentin tarantino's like comments on it where okay. he says, where he says it's like um, the, is, it, is, the, it, is it is it weird about about it being like a love story, but between Goose and it's it's meant to be like it's like Tom Cruise's character's uh, struggle with his own sexuality. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. No, I've seen that. It like it fits a completely different spin on the film, and it makes it so funny <laughs> because it fits so well. Uh, Tulip's for anyone who's wondering why Tulip hasn't said anything, it's because she's on Spotify listening to the Top Gun Maverick theme. I remembered it as soon as it came up with the yeah. But it's so similar though to it's not got to the do 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 do. Okay. We're getting copyright striked if you turn that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know what it is now. Do do. So like, yeah, I think that's more of like a legacy film where like it didn't over rely on certain things. It just worked as like a new thing, but like it brought in. Are you saying about Top Gun? Yeah, Top Gun. Yeah, fantastic film. Yeah. So I was on the edge of my seat throughout the whole film, but Michael was like, "Why don't you sit back?" And I was like, "I'm too tense." Because I'm on the edge of my seat. I don't want any of them to die. (laughs) But absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah, good film. You know, better than Indiana Jones, but like you know, Mm. it's it's in the same vein. It's a more successful like legacy sequel, and it does. It's how they should be done. Yeah, exactly. That, that should be that should be a good like gold standard and like how you use pre-established like story lines from the previous film as well as adding in new stuff, which just builds off. I just think that Tom Cruise as well is just a really good actor. Oh yeah, I mean like probably why that that's why that film and he's got works. like a really like cheeky smile, which is just like cheeky the chappy. character. <laughs> you know what? Even oh, you said I did. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah, a yeah. Really like he does. He's, that, he's got yeah. a really charming smile. You yeah. actually said I did. That. I did say that. I did say that. There's, there we go. There's just, there's just, there was just something about it. But you yeah. know, if I ever see Tom Cruise, I'll let him know. Yeah. <laughs> when we uh, when we go to a film premiere, when this uh, podcast takes off, we'll go. Oh, you know what? I said you're a really cheeky <laughs> smile. Really cheeky smile. <laughs> so get us to uh, whatever numbers we Hollywood. need. Mission Impossible: go. Dead Reckoning Part Two. We want to go to that premiere. Yes, yeah, so I'm us, manifesting uh, that now. I'm going to write it down yeah, on give, this piece of paper. Give us right a, here. get us to that level of uh, fame, and then we can... start sharing. Give us thousands of views so yeah, that we can go to right. Hollywood. Yeah. Comment, uh, I was supposed to say comment on this podcast. You T- Tom Cruise is a cheeky chappy. Yeah. Yeah, we can... <laughs> <laughs> and then we have to bring. Then we can do hashtag. Make that our slogan. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise is a cheeky. <laughs> Oh god! I feel like we've. Def- I feel like <laughs> I don't even know where this is going. We've gone off on a tangent now. I but think we need to cut it here. I think yeah, no, that's so. You know, there there is things to like about this film. There's stuff you can pick apart. But at the end of the day, it's it is enjoyable. It's just your average. It's a bit of fun. Yeah, it's a trip to the cinema. So you know, I feel like go go see it. Like you know, just want to turn your brain off and just watch this. Or if you you know want to just see how Indy's story ends, then you know go go watch this film. But I think yeah. And you've heard our scores, so I think that is a good place to wrap it up. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Cinematic Trinity. I've been Michael. I've been Kieran. And I've been Tulip. <laughs>